Hey everybody, it's Brandon here, back with you at Tea Time Reports. Today I'm bringing you guys a very, very special episode. It's the first, and the first of many, our first Tea Time Bets edition. That's right, you see it in the title. This is going to be our installment to the show with all things betting. The great thing about this, it's year-round. You know, it's not just for football, it's not just for NFL, not just for basketball, not just for baseball. You know, so we have the end of this football season going coming up with some playoffs. Great time to get into that. Then obviously the NBA season's in full swing right now. The NHL season's in full swing right now. We're gonna be diving into all of that. Even all things UFC and MMA. There's a big fight coming up this weekend. I'm not the biggest fan of this card, so I'm not gonna dive too much into it, but we'll get there. Then whether it's with Major League Baseball starting back up in the in the spring in just another month and a half or so as well. So that's what I like about this. And then not to mention, the UFL is starting up the Spring Football League. Probably the best spring sport in my opinion. I cannot wait for this upcoming season, the first installment of this new league. And <clears throat> look, I'm just here to make money. I'm here to help everybody else make money. Look, I'm no professional expert, of course. I'm going to give that same disclosure that everybody else does. You know, I'm just here doing my own bets because it's now legal here in Florida. You know, I've been wanting to do this for the show for a long time now. You know, we've touched in betting a little bit just on like NFL or USFL editions on this show. However, it's finally legal here in Florida through the sports book at the Hard Rock Casino. And we're going to be going entirely in depth with it all and we're gonna have some surprises some really cool stuff and some really cool developments and some guests i'll just leave it at that coming on to this show and being a huge part of it going forward as well <clears throat> but yeah i just had to get that disclaimer out there because obviously i'm no professional expert i'm not encouraging anybody to do this if you have a gambling problem or addiction that is your own thing you need to get that figured out i do this because i love sports i love making money Part of me is a little bit addicted to gambling, but, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I'm a controlled addict, you know. But <clears throat> just to give you a little bit more insight on what this is going to be, this is going to be two episodes a week, one at the end of the week, one at the start of the week. So, you know, the one at the end of the week, we're going to be giving our bets for the weekend for those games coming up. So, for example, a lot of this episode is going to be covering the NFL and the divisional weekend coming up. There's going to be a little bit of basketball, a little bit of MMA sprinkled in there as well. Then the one at the start of the week, we're going to come in after the weekend, review how we did. Did we make money? Did we lose money? Just go over the results, go over the weekend, talk about it. And then we're going <clears> to <throat> look at some bets throughout the week as well. Like I said, this is a year-round thing. This is a day-to-day -day thing. We don't just have to wait for every weekend. You know, for a football game, there's basketball games, there's hockey games throughout the weekdays. So those episodes at the start of the week are going to be a little bit of review and recap of the weekend. And the other half is going to be placing bets for the rest of the week, heading into that episode at the end of the week, and just so on and so forth. We're going to have things like the lines I love, the lines I hate. We're going to have crazy parlays. We're going to be covering team stats. We're going to be covering things like against the spread. We're going to be doing everything. Anything and everything, I want to get into this as much as possible. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still getting into this, getting my toes wet. But I know a good amount, if I do say so myself. And not only do I want to just get a little community of people that can get invested in the sports. Because you know me, like, and the rest of the boys on the podcast, we love our sports. And 
even when our team's not on, we can still watch a sports game and be thoroughly entertained. But why not have this whole other element when you can make money watching, not watching these games, but you can watch these games and have a chance to make money off these games that you're watching that your team's not even playing in. It just has a whole nother element to it, and I'm here for all of it because it just opens up a whole nother part of my passion and love for sports in general, and I get to make money doing it or lose money potentially. You know, that's the roller coaster that we're on. We're going to have something called the Icy Hot Todoroki Bet of the Week. Shout out to my man Torres up in West Springfield, Mass. Um, he's a big, he's a big um, Icy Hot Todoroki fan. If you're an anime fan, you know what I'm talking about. But we're going to have that one just icy hot, crazy bet of the week. We're going to have crazy parlays each week. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. So, so make sure you stick with me. I appreciate you all for tuning in if you're here with me. And like I said, we're going to have some special guests coming on pretty soon. I want you guys to stay tuned for that because it's going to be really fun. And we're going to do our best to be successful and make some money, man. And you guys know I dabbled in a little bit with this. Um originally on the pod when last USFL season, last spring was going on. And, dude, honestly, I had like a 75% win rate. So I know a little bit about what I'm talking about. So just bear with me. Stick with me through it, man. I guarantee you, I 99% guarantee you that towards the end of this, we're going to be making some money. All right? Now, with that being said, I want to get into my initial lines I love and lines I hate. For this upcoming weekend. Right now, I am recording this on Friday, January 19th. Heading into the weekend where we have Sean Strickland versus Duplessis in the big MMA card. We have the NFL Divisional Wild Card weekend. We have some big NBA games. We have some big soccer games around the international stage, around Europe, and the Bundesliga, the Premier League, and La Liga. You know, and there's a lot of storylines amongst them all. You know, so I'm going to give some lines that I love, some lines that I hate. And these are the ones that... I'm making bets on, I'm staying away from, you know, depending on which side they're on. So just to sort of break it down for you right now, I'm not going to do this in every episode. Obviously, this is the first one. So just breaking down how it's going to work in the structure and what I mean by each each little segment of this. Then, then once we get consistent with it, I'm just going to start breezing through it. However, I'm going to start it off with some spicy f- soccer bets going over Overseas into Spain for the La Liga. The first line I love for this weekend is Real Madrid. Yes, it's not a line that's going to win you a lot of money, but if you want to add it on a little parlay, say you have like a four or five laid parlay going for some international soccer and you want to get a nice one on there, or you just want to make it easy, guaranteed, like 40 bucks, whatever it is you want to do. Real Madrid minus 650 against Almeria this week. Jude Bellingham has been sensational. He's been everything that you could have ever asked a player to be, coming into Real Madrid especially. And, of course, he comes from none other than Borussia Dortmund, which moves me on to the next one of my lines I love, into the Bundesliga. Borussia Dortmund is going up against Cologne, FC Cologne in this game. And I I think Dortmund might get a clean sheet here. I think they're going to win this game like 1-0, 2-0 maybe. You know, we don't have that offensive consistency that we've always had, but Jaden Sancho's back. I feel like it's not only rejuvenized him and his career, but this team as well. And in recent games against Cologne, we've really had their number, and they're towards the bottom part of the lead right now. And like I said, this is a rejuvenated squad, so keep your eye out for that one as well. Then the next one in the Bundesliga, I'm staying there. And this one's a little bit of a spicy one, but I really, really like this one because of the job that Xavi has done as the man, as the gaffer for Bayern Leverkusen 
and they're actually giving plus 165. They're on the road, though, at Leipzig this weekend. It's going to be a really tough game. You know, they're both, I think, top three, top four on the table right now. And I, I wouldn't even, even be surprised if it comes away with a draw. I think that's what a lot of people are expecting. But I think Leverkusen pulls a win out on the road here. And I like that line, plus 165, because you can win a nice little decent amount of cash with a nice $100 bet on that. Then moving on to the next line I love, you're going to see this line in another parlay that I've had on for this week as well. But when I had this bet and when I made it, I'm not sure if it's shifted at all since I've made it, but the Houston Texans, plus 9.5. So for you guys out there that do not know what that means, I'm betting for the spread here. Plus 9.5 means essentially Vegas or whatever your bookie is, is giving you the odds that the Houston Texans are either going to win outright or you need them to win outright or you need them to lose by 9 points or less. So if they lose by... Three points, they cover the bet. If they lose by a touchdown, seven points, they still cover that bet. If they lose by 10 points, unfortunately, they do not, so that bet would lose. But obviously, if they win outright, they cover because you're sort of betting on them to lose in a way, but not by a certain amount of points. You know what I'm saying? So I, the way that Houston is playing right now, on paper, yes, this game is heavily, heavily, heavily favored in Baltimore's favor. And I still think Baltimore will come away with this game. I've talked about it. In the um, NFL recap of the Wild Card Weekend that we just did and posted on YouTube, make sure you guys check that out. But then at the end of the day, I think Houston's defense, when it comes to guarding the tight end position, is just going to be their downfall. You know, even with Mark Andrews out, Isaiah Likely has filled in tremendously in that role. And uh, Lamar Jackson, yes, he's yet to get it done in the playoffs. I think this is a game that he at least gets a playoff win. And a lot of it's going to be feeding through Isaiah Likely because they're going to take advantage of that position. Odell is playing great ball right now. Zay Flowers continues to emerge. And they still have that run game with Gus Edwards, Lamar himself. However, I do like Houston to cover that spread. Then the next one, you got the Toronto Raptors, I believe, in their first game facing the New York Knicks since their trade, which sent Precious Achua to New York and sent R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly to the Toronto Raptors, and I believe this is at the Square Madison Square Garden. This is going to be a very entertaining game. I'm going to be watching this for sure because I want to see that storyline. Low-key, well, not low-key, high-key, the Knicks got fleeced, and low-key, Quickly and R.J. Barrett have slotted in really well with Toronto, and I think they're going to be a formidable group there with Stoddy Barnes for a little bit of, for a little bit throughout the season. You really don't know what's going to happen with that team at the end of the season. They're in a weird spot right now because they just traded Pascal Siakam to the Pacers as well. However, they are the underdogs in this game, but the spread for them is plus seven. I'd like them to at least lose this game by six points or less. I, I honestly, I, I predict them to win this game. I think that's just going to be the storyline here with the trade. And uh, quickly is going to have a game. Bears going to ball out. And once again, the Knicks are just going to be stuck with having like the third best player on the court. And I think the Raptors cover that line. So that sort of wraps up what I have for lines I love heading into this weekend. So please make sure you guys check those ones out. Now, moving into the ones that I hate, starting off with some nice Premier League action. The Liverpool is playing Bournemouth this weekend, and they have a line of minus 145 for the money line. Money line means you're pretty much just betting on this team to win straight out. And yes, by any means... By no means necessary am I saying that Bournemouth is going to win this game or come away with a draw. 
but the fact that it's only minus 145, eh, it's really not worth betting in my opinion. Yeah, it's in Bournemouth, so yes, Liverpool, they won four in a row and they drew their last game out. You know, anytime you expect Liverpool to do what you want them to, and if you're going to be putting $100 down to only win a little bit of chump change back in this game on the road, Bournemouth supporters always show up and show out. They have always had a gritty team. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Liverpool got out of this with a draw, so I, I wouldn't touch that money line at all. That's just me, though, in the lines that I hate. Then moving on to the next line I hate, I just the, it's the Packers, plus 9.5 right now. I think this is a game that's going to be very high scoring at the end of the day, but I think this Niners defense is just going to make one too many plays, and when it comes down to it, they're going to end up winning this game by at least 10 points, maybe even two touchdowns. I think this is going to be like a... 35 to 21 type game or like a um, 38-27. So I just it's it's just too iffy because it could potentially be like a, a, a three point game, a six point game. But I've seen times this year where Jordan Love has fallen and faltered under pressure, and I can see that it happen again with Chase Young, with Nick Bosa, with Fred Warner, and them boys on defense. So if I'm making a bet this game, it's either Niners money line or betting over. Moving on, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it's the uh, money line for this game for the Bucks. I know there's going to be a lot of people that are riding high with this team right now after the performance last week. And yes, the money line right now for the Bucks is at plus 225. So putting down $100 on that is going to win you at least $225 back. So that's a nice bet, especially playing the way they just did at home against Philly. We know about the pass defense and the issues there is for the Lions in that back end, but they're getting Brian Banch back. He did a tremendous job last week against Cooper Cup. And look, I'm just I'm not riding a hundred dollars on Baker Mayfield and his consistency. As much as it's been great and he's really balling right now and it's good for Tampa and it's good for my friends and everybody around me here in my area that's Bucks fans, but I just I can't see it happening. So if anything I would bet the spread but the Bucks money line at 225 yes it's a nice line it's very intriguing I think Vegas is doing that on purpose but please stay away from that if anything just bet the spread and the last line that I hate for this weekend is the strictly ver the Strickland versus Duplessis line for the MMA fight this weekend Strickland's a favorite at minus 130 and then they got Duplessis at plus 105 I really do not know who's going to win this fight I'm honestly leaning more towards Duplessis but the fact that it's almost dead even, that you're almost just going to get your money back, $5 is what you're going to win, it's not even worth putting a bet on it at all. So just have a couple of brewskis, sit down on the couch, go to Stream East or something, and just enjoy the fight. Um, that's really all I have to say for that. Moving on to the next little segment of this episode for the first time, we're going to get into the divisional weekend in the NFL and the bets that I have for that. And I'm going to start off with two parlays that I had. I'm going to break down each game and get into them. But So I sort of made a pick from every single one of these games, and I just parlayed them for you. So I'm going to go into each one of those picks, then I'm going to break down what that parlay is. And I also have added another little crazy parlay of the week, if you will. And that's where you're going to fill that little content of what I was breaking down at the start for you guys. So like I said... As we get into this, it's just going to be smooth sailing, and you'll understand what we're talking about at what segments. However, 
the first part of that is going to be that Houston Texans spread nine and a half right now, plus nine and a half for the Texans. And look, like I said, on paper, this game is heavily, heavily, heavily in Baltimore's favor. And <clears throat> it's really hard to see Houston coming out with the win in this game, especially on the road. Houston's a very subpar team on the road this year at four and four. And as much as I think that C.J. Stroud is such an X factor and is going to keep them in this game to the very end, I think the only reason that no, I know the only reason I'm taking the Texans plus nine and a half in this game is because of C.J. Stroud. Is because of his X factor ability. I think he's going to make this a three point game. Honestly, I think it's going to come down to a last drive, and he's going to come up just short. Or Baltimore is just going to make one play too many, and they're going to lose this by about three or four points. You know, and maybe even a touchdown. But that still covers that spread. You know, the Texans are six and four against the spread in their last ten games, and <clears throat> excuse me. And not to mention, they're 10-7-1 against the spread the entire season. So, especially coming off the performance that they had last week, it's definitely encouraging that the way that CJ Stroud's playing, the way that D'Amico Ryans is coaching, the way that this whole team and all the players, Nico Collins, Devin Singletary, Dalton Schultz, Revan Jordan, have all rallied around one another. It's almost, it's almost the one that I feel the best about heading into this weekend, if I'm being honest with you. And Baltimore this season is 11-6 and six against the spread. So you, you really do have two very interesting spread lines here heading up against one another because one of them is going to have to go down here or it might just tie. You know, I don't know if the line is going to switch before kickoff, but if it goes to, like, an even line, then it's very possible. But I think it's going to stay at 9.5. And one of these teams are going to have to give in. But I think it's going to be the Ravens as far as the spread goes. And I think Houston ends up losing this game by about three points. Then heading on to the next one. You know, I have the uh, Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. My bet for this game that I'm taking is just the Niners money line straight up. The Niners money line is at minus 510 right now. Now, I know that's really in favor of the Niners. It's not going to win you much money, but like I said, go back to earlier, I said this is going to be parlayed together, so that plus 9.5 for the Texans, the San Francisco money line minus 510, plus the next two bets I'm going to get into with Sunday's games are all going to be parlayed together, but like I said, this, the spread kind of stares me. The spread is actually, I've already made the bets, but the bets have been, um, the lines have been moved just a little bit. The spread has actually moved to 10 even now. Um, so I, I'm scared of that even more. You know, they're, the Packers plus 10. I don't know, man. That, like I said, with the way that they looked last week, Jordan Love's efficient as hell. I mean, in his last five games, he has 12 touchdowns, no turnovers, completing about 75.5% of his passes, man. And if he can do that and they can neutralize Brock Purdy, they can very well win this game. And that plus 10 just boom right there. You know, I, I'm not going to bet against it at all, but I still fancy San Fran to really win this game at least by a touchdown, so I'm just going to take it safe with the money line. You know, Green Bay 6-4 and four against the spread in their last 10. They're 8-2 and two with the over-under in their last 10, so that's convincing. It is a little alarming with San Fran being 5-5 five and five against the spread in their last 10 as well, and that's just another re reason I'm sort of leaning away from that, what was for me, 9.5 line, now 10. And, but in Green Bay's last five divisional games, they're 4-1 and one against the spread. 
San Fran in their nine playoff games under Coach Shanahan are seven and two against the spread. So something once again is going to have to give here. Um, it could also tie. It could be like I said, like a forty to thirty game. But you know, I'm I'm still just going to stick with that Niners money line. <clears throat> Excuse me. Moving on to the next one, I got the Detroit Lions at Ford Field, three o'clock kickoff, hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are twelve and six against the spread. The Detroit Lions are also twelve and six against the spread. The Bucks are five and four on the road. Detroit seven and two at home this season. Um, Tampa seven and three in their last ten against the spread. Detroit six and four in their last ten against the spread. Now this is a game where it's sort of two teams that are very similar. They have the same strengths. Detroit's a little bit better running the ball. They both have very prolific passing games. I would give Detroit the edge just because of the quarterback play. Jared Goff is definitely on another level than Baker Mayfield, regardless of how great Baker's been playing lately. Both have extremely talented weapons all over the place. I would still give the slight edge to Detroit just because of the pairing of David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, and you have Laporte at the tight end position. You have Amon Ross St. Brown. Yes, with Tampa, you have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rashad White, Kate Otten. But like I said, that running back pairing with Detroit, that tight end with the Porta, you got to give the Detroit the slight edge here. Excuse me. But the bet I'm taking in this game is the Detroit money line. The Detroit money line is at 275 right now, which I thought it was honestly going to be a little bit higher, to be honest. So I'm, I'm, I like where that's at. And like I said, this is not just an independent bet. This is being added on to my parlay with the Niners money line and with the Houston Texans plus nine and a half. Now, if you're betting this game and you're riding that wave of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now, like I said, stay away from the Bucks plus 225. It's very eye-popping and will draw you to it. But if you're going to bet the Bucks, I would more, 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 most definitely encourage you to take them plus 6.5 at minus 115. Please do so because the Buccaneers right now, this entire season, there's two games where they were six-and-a-half-point underdogs or more, and they covered the spread in both those games. And, you know, they're playing the Lions team that's second in pass offense, fifth in rush offense, fifth in total scoring. They have a top-two run defense, but they have a bottom-five pass defense. The Buccaneers are sort of similar. You know, their run game is not the best. You know, Detroit definitely has the upper hand in that in that respect. Um the Bucks passing game is, is elite when it wants to be, you know, when Baker wants to be. Their run defense is very, very good. Pass defense is considerably better than the Lions. So that's where they're sort of even out a little bit, but then it comes down to the quarterback play. So you gotta give the edge to Detroit. They're the better team here. So I just like them money line plus two seventy five. That's the one I'm gonna add to my parlay. Then moving on to the last game of divisional weekend. You got the Kansas City Chiefs heading into Buffalo, taking on the Bills. Buffalo's eight and one at home this season. Kansas City is a very good road team as well, coming in at six and two. They're ten and eight against the spread. Buffalo's eight, nine and one against the spread this season. While Kansas City is five and five in their last ten against the spread. Buffalo's five, four and one. So both of these teams, if you're betting the spread, a little bit of alarming because they're both inconsistent as of late. If you're looking at trends and patterns, and that is why I'm taking the over in this game. The over under is sitting at forty five and a half. I very well think this is going to be a like a 28 to 24 type game maybe maybe even like a 30 to 27 you know shit like that always happens when these two teams play 
I think James Cook's going to be involved again. Gabe Davis might have a big touchdown or two. Even with all the drops that the Chiefs have had this season, I think Kelsey's going to come up big. I think Rasheed Rice is going to come up big. Mahomes is going to make the plays when it matters most. I know a lot of people are hammering the Chiefs plus 2.5 right now because it's at plus 100, and I don't blame them. I, I really don't. But Buffalo at home this season does scare me. But so did the Cowboys at home, and we saw what just happened. And the Chiefs just always have the Bills number. The Chiefs just always find a way to make the AFC Championship. So if you like held me gunpoint and told me to pick a team to win this game, I would say Kansas City, honestly. However, my safest bet between the spread, the total, the money line, all that good stuff is the over-under. And it's at over 45 and a half, like I said. I gave my score prediction. I think that's going to happen. I see like three touchdowns from Mahomes, at least four from Allen. And I like that. I like to add that to my parlay, and that's going to be the fourth of that parlay to finish that up for me. And I'll give you what the odds are on that parlay. So with the Texans plus 9.5, the Niners to win money line, the Lions to win money line, then the over 45.5 total points for the Chiefs at the Bills is a nice, a nice solid plus 507 four-laid parlay for 507, you know. $25 is going to win you $125. You know, I can't be mad about that at all. And hopefully, knock on wood, that's going to be what it ends up being, you know. Because why, why would we not have anything other than a nice, successful weekend to start off the, this installment to the show? Right? Right? You would think so, right? Um, then moving on to the other parlay I was telling you guys about. This one's definitely more fitting for that crazy parlay of the week segment of this show. And that is... A nice, another four-leg parlay, but this one's coming in at plus 2337 A nice $30 bet is going to win you $700. And that four-leg parlay includes four anytime touchdowns, one from each individual game. The first one being Isaiah Likely anytime touchdown for the Ravens against that Texans defense. Like I said, that Houston Texans defense is the worst, or was the worst in all of the entire NFL this season as far as guarding the tight end position. Lamar loves his tight end position, whether it's likely, whether it's Mark Andrews, so I fancy a touchdown out of him in that game. The next one, can you even take a guess? This is a Green Bay San Fran game. Can you even take a, take a guess at who I picked to get an anytime touchdown in this game? Nope, it wasn't A.J. Dillon, you silly goose. It was CMC, man. Of course, I took CMC to get an anytime touchdown on this game. Then moving on to the first game tomorrow, I took Jameer Gibbs to get an anytime touchdown. He didn't play in that Bucks game in week three um, earlier this season, and he's always a dynamic threat. Anytime he touches the ball, he's always just one broken tackle away from ripping off a 50-yard touchdown run or 50-yard touchdown screen pass. So just keep an eye out for that, and I think something amongst those lines might happen tomorrow at Ford Field. Then the next one, wrapping up this four-leg parlay, is an anytime touchdown for James Cook tomorrow for the Buffalo Bills against the Chiefs. I think Isaiah Pacheco is just as safe as a bet for an anytime touchdown in this game. Um, but that that line for James Cook is plus 150. And like I said, the four of those anytime touchdowns, Isaiah Likely, Christian McCaffrey, Jameer Gibbs, James Cook, give me a nice little $30 bet to win $700 for plus 2337 so that's my crazy parlay of the week then to wrap this episode up i'm gonna hit you guys with my first icy hot todoroki bet of the week and that is dalvin cook anytime touchdown 
for the Baltimore Ravens in this game. Yes, he was signed off of waivers after the Jets let go of him right before the playoffs. It's it's a long shot, you know, but I think he's going to get some touches. You know, that running back room, like I said, is as beat up as ever. It's just pretty much Lamar action. Lamar action. Lamar Jackson and Gus Edwards right now. Dalvin Cook is definitely going to slot in for some touches. I wouldn't be surprised if he broke like a eight-yard touchdown run at, inside the red zone on like second and goal or something like that. So keep an eye out for that. That's my Icy Hot Todoroki bet of the week. And that is all I have for you guys in this first edition of the Tea Time Bets installment for the show. Thank you all so much for tuning into this one. Make sure you guys stay tuned early next week and the end of next week as well for the next two episodes. We're going to touch on all the recap, all the results of this weekend. We're either going to be in a very great mood or a very poor mood. Hopefully a very great mood. Thank you all once again for tuning in. This is Brandon. I'm signing off. As always, take care. Stay awake. Peace.